0: Hello, and welcome to Postcards from Palisade, the podcast that shares a snapshot of the people and places that make this slice of Western Colorado wonderful. I'm your host, Lisa McNamara. Today, I'm talking with Lisa moose Crawl of Dancing in My Head Photography. Lisa has been one of the photographers for Colorado Mountain Wine Fest for many years, and she'll be returning as the Palisade Bluegrass and Roots Festival photographer this June. She's also looking forward to returning as a photographer for the Palisade Peach Festival and lots of other local events. Lisa may be best known for her ability to effortlessly capture Facebook profile-worthy photos of people, along with her ardent love of the color purple. Lisa shares her path from desk job as an office manager to full-time photographer, the challenges of running her own creative business, how she and her husband Matt ended up in Palisade, her wildest celebrity and neighborhood encounters, and lots more. Like her favorite kind of photo to take.
1: I like when I can make someone feel beautiful. My favorite photo is capturing someone's like happiness and joy. I think that's the most rewarding thing for me, is just to capture that moment that someone else sees in a picture, and they're like in that moment.
0: How she deals with uncredited photo sharing.
1: Just for the record, photo credit doesn't pay the bills.
0: And what she loves about Palisade. From the heartwarming things.
1: After living in big cities, like for most of my adult life, you know, we had our certain friends and small, but you move to Palisade and you feel like you're friends with everybody.
0: And I love it. To the kinds of wild adventures you might not see coming.
1: That's another thing I love about Palisade. I I get to tell stories like that, you know, like, mom, I wrangled pigs today, you
0: know. (laughs) All that and more on today's Postcard from Palisade. Do we really want pickle song,
1: or...? Matt, do you want to sing the pickle song? Just sing it real quick. Yeah, sing the pickle song. <laughs> That's my
0: introduction, folks.
1: Sweet. Welcome to the podcast about dancing in my head photography.
0: <laughs> when you introduce yourself to somebody who doesn't know you, how do you introduce yourself?
1: I'm just I don't pull out the moose thing right away. I just say Lisa Crawl.
0: <laughs> Would you rather ask people to call you moose or? No, I feel
1: like people choose what they want to call me. My mom refuses to call me moose. There's another woman in town who shall remain nameless. She does not accept moose as my nickname. That's totally fine. People that have known me a long time. You know, don't often call me moose, but they see it. And new people in my life usually pick it up. The name of my business is Dancing in My Head Photography. Mm -hmm. I'm a photographer in Palisade, Colorado. That wasn't exactly the plan when we moved out here, but it kind of happened kind of organically. I feel lucky to be working with something that I love to do instead of, you know, my office management job was great and I was really good at it, but it didn't bring me as much joy as photography does. So
0: how did you end up in Palisade?
1: So my husband and I met in 2003, and when we started dating, we started going a lot of road trips in Chicago, and we went, like, everywhere, but, like, small town, and we finally got really sick of driving through Indiana. (laughs) Sorry, Indiana, if you're listening. But it's Um, so fast. (laughs) And we really, we took a trip to Breckenridge, and we just fell in love with it, and we kept thinking, like, new road trips, because we should just move to Colorado, and... His job came with him, so it was really easy to make the transition to Denver. Mm-hmm. And when we got to Denver, we started road tripping everywhere. And Palisade was one of those places we just kept coming back to. And we finally stayed at this B&B. It happened to be in Clifton, and it was for sale, and I fell in love with it. And we had just gotten married, and you know, then we started thinking about a house, and I wanted this B&B in Clifton. And we met with the realtor, and he's like, you do not want that B&B in Clifton. <laughs> So he's like, let me just show you a few more things. And he showed us like more than a few more things. And we saw this house. It was on the market for about a week. It was going to be in the parade of homes. And Matt and I were like, let's move to Palisade. And we kind of live our lives like that. We just, uh, I mean, calculated risks, but Mm -hmm. you know. So we ended up moving to Palisade, moving into one of our road trips, one of our vacations. And unfortunately, the only thing about Palisade is like, we don't want a road trip as much because we live in one. We like living in our vacation. So it, you know, Palisade kind of changed our lifestyle but in a good way and we're happy to be here. Mm -hmm. And we've been here for seven years now. It was hard, I mean, our next door neighbor, she, who is no longer a neighbor, but she told me it would take me at least a few years to adjust and it did. You know, when we got here, I wanted to have the same exact job as I did in Denver. It was a great job. I was an office manager for a wealth management company, doing really well, treated very well. But I came here and it just, it wasn't a necessary position that people were looking for. Mm -hmm. If anything, I did too much and people were like, you're going to get bored, you know. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it did take me a few years to come into really accepting the photography thing. as like what I was going to really do. And now we're happy, but those first few years were definitely a transition.
0: Was it always a hobby for you, and nothing you thought of as?
1: A yeah, profession? you know, I even as a kid, like I just documented everything I did, and I remember my first like big trip without my family was to Israel, and everybody I went with brought like one or two rolls of film. I was like, I need like twenty rolls of film. Like we're gonna be gone for weeks, and I need to take pictures of everything. And, So from then, like I, and then my parents gave me a digital camera (laughs) photos, just, I mean, everywhere, everything, you know, close-ups, landscapes, just everything. And then I got into social media and started posting my photos and people are like, you need to sell these. And so I started thinking like more and more about, you know, just having this as a hobby, but then I had to, I wanted to brand it. And I was a dancer in college, a ballet and modern dancer. So, and I knew I wasn't going to be dancing forever, you know, physically, but I'm always, ideas are always dancing in my head. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. It was really like a no-brainer when I wanted to name my business. And then we moved here and I met with the chamber and I started working with the chamber and covering more people. It was less landscapes from our road trips and more people of Palisade. And that just kind of came something that people recognized about me. Like, oh, you're the person that took that awesome photo of me at Peach Festival or... Mm-hmm. So I just started getting jobs, you know, covering events and so now lately it's more people photos and which is I love, but it's harder because landscapes don't complain and <laughs> some people do, but I think most of my clients have been happy and Yeah, um,
0: landscapes don't blank either. Right? Yeah,
1: no blanks, no, you know, like I don't like this angle. Right. Or,
0: yeah, let me see it and let's do it again. <laughs> yeah.
1: But so far I don't think I've had any unhappy clients. Um at least not they've told me, but I, I love seeing, like, you know, my photos of people's profile pictures, and I just, it makes me happy. Like, I like when I can make someone feel beautiful. It's, you know, it's not always an easy thing to do. And I hate pictures of myself, so I get it, you know. <laughs> Please, people who I'm taking your photo, I really get it. Like, I know, but I, I see beauty. Like, I will stare at a photo of someone for hours and hours and hours, and they just get more beautiful to me. I see things that maybe they don't see, other people don't see, but I'm staring Mm -hmm. at them, you know, in this Mm -hmm. like frozen moment of time and their beauty just like comes out of me at the screen and I love it. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) What's your favorite kind of event or thing to photo of?
1: I love festivals because people are uninhibited. Mm -hmm. When you're doing like a headshot or even like band, band you know, they want to portray a certain image or, Mm -hmm. but at festivals people are just having fun. And that's what I like to, you know, my favorite photo is capturing someone's, like, happiness and, like I said before, joy. I think that's the most rewarding thing for me is just to capture that moment that someone else sees in a picture and they're, like, in that moment. I'm, I'm digging the people photography right now. <laughs> awesome.
0: I've seen it everywhere. I mean, you're in all the magazines and, like, on every website and. When I was kind of looking around to see if there was any other articles or anything written about you, it's impossible to find anything because it's like photo credit, dancing my photography, photo credit. Right. Like that's all that comes up for like pages.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, they did an interview for Shout Out Colorado. It was pretty in depth. I was very detailed, which I'm not always good at. And my story is like not super interesting. I'm just a delightful little person floating around, you know? <laughs> There's random facts about me, like, I don't know if I want to go into them. But, <laughs> like, sports is in my family, so my father and my, his brothers used to be part owners of the Chicago White Sox. Oh. My mom's oh. cousin is the Dallas Cowboys announcer, Brad Sham. My cousin, Corey Provis, was a baseball announcer for the Minnesota Twins. So there's lots of sports and all these like fun facts. And like when I used to go to baseball games as a kid, I'd be like Mr. T and I don't know. So I have all these weird random stories that probably make me pretty interesting, but no one really gets to know them because they're like, I don't know.
0: Well, what did Mr. T say to you?
1: Oh, gosh, I don't even, I think he just told us how lovely we were. He was really nice. Here's a funny story. My dad was a golfer in his younger days. But we used to go to Florida, because he loved golf. And we went to this really beautiful country club called the Country Club, and O.J. Simpson was there. This was before, you know, the whole O.J. was the guy. But we met, me and my friend were there, and we met O.J. Simpson, and he came up, and my friend was swearing. She was kind of rough around the edges, girl, in our teens. you know. And O.J. Simpson told us that young, beautiful girls don't swear. And, you know, at the time, we were like, oh, O.J. Simpson just said that. But now, in retrospect, we're like, O.J. Simpson said that.
0: You know? <laughs> and if you keep swearing, I murder you. <laughs> so, that, you know, there's I have random fun facts. That... Oh, man, I just got so sidetracked. I know, I do, too. That... But, no, it's, like, fun. Um... <laughs> okay, so we talked about how your favorite kind of thing to photograph is a festival. So... Like, do you feel anything when you line up a picture that you're just, like, this is perfect or, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: It's, like, like everything inside you just, like, is, like, giddy like a kid and, like, you can't, you can't, I can't wait to, like, get back to the computer and, like, share it with everyone. Like, you know, I know, like, when I won't have to edit, touch a picture, it's, like, boom, done. Yes, it's it's a great feeling because I don't like editing. I'd rather just get the photo and move on, you know? Editing is not the best part of the process.
0: (laughs) Does it end up being more, like, do you spend more time editing than you actually spent photographing originally? Yeah.
1: I mean, the more, see, I'm trying to get better at editing and just get fancier with it so that the fancier and the more I know how to do with editing, the more time I'm spending.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: There's something to be said for that, like being able to, like, really accentuate a photo. There's also something to be said for just, like, getting it and not having to touch it.
0: Yeah, cause how do you know when you're done? Like it's just like any any. No, oh, it's like a painting, you know. Of art, right? Yeah, like, you never.
1: Over. Sometimes I just have to give it to the client, and if it's done, but it might not be done if they come back, and mm-hmm. I'm never finished until the client is 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you know it's funny when I'm bored. Like I go back to old photos, like
0: mm-hmm. before
1: maybe even dancing. in My head photography was a thing, and I start re-editing those. Like I could have made that better. Mm-hmm. And also had a sh i had a bad camera at the time so
0: <laughs> don't, yeah, mind, don't mind don't want you to have to bleep me Better. <laughs> so far nobody has actually dropped any swearing on sorry me. i could have been the else? first one ah. jeff almost did but then he censored himself <laughs> <laughs> just like i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess somehow this is turning into a clean podcast
1: it's very, well, you have a very wholesome voice. <laughs> you do. I listen to your podcast. I'm like, you sound so just calm and peaceful. <laughs> I can't see anyone like dropping swear words like left and right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about what you're working on right now
1: or what you have coming up that you're like. Oh, I'm like, so I'm working on a lot of things right now. I'm just like everywhere. So yesterday I took band photos, so they my focus for till they're happy. I have a chamber photo event. Actually, everybody, when's this hearing? If I can
0: get it done for next Tuesday, I'm going to do next Tuesday. okay. Well,
1: so it'll be after. Mm -hmm. So the community hospital grand opening is this weekend, and I'll be Mm -hmm. taking photos for the Palisade Chamber of Commerce. I have a friend's wedding up and coming at Maison Le Balbi this Mm -hmm. month. So just, there's a lot of little different things, some private photo sessions, and I'm just everywhere this Mm -hmm. month.
0: I'm sure it gets a lot busier when you get into festival season and wedding season. And just
1: better weather outside, you know, people want to get photos. That's mellow.
0: Hi, Mello. I love great cats, especially.
1: What's your favorite camera to use? My favorite camera is my Sony 6500. Uh I have tons of cameras. Believe me, my office is full of different cameras, but this one, I just... It's always been reliable. I don't know if it's yeah. my lucky camera strap that I have on
0: here. Or I love that strap.
1: Yeah, it's just my go-to. I like awesome. it.
0: Yeah, it's like compact. And, it's
1: compact, uh, yeah. I have a giant camera. I'm a tiny person. I have a giant camera, and I feel like I'm walking hunched over. is not good for my posture. Right. So, um,
0: yeah, I love my Sony A6500, <laughs> as I almost drop it. <laughs> What's your dream camera to own? If you own it or oh, if you gosh. like you I don't
1: know. I don't know. I try not to even look at things because then I get big eyes and I, <laughs> I and i and i don't i don't need a new camera right now. i just this one is very good to me and and yeah, I don't have a dream camera I, I probably would if i looked <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's very responsible but
1: i yes, I know myself i mean i I see something i I love clothes too mm-hmm. i'm always like. Something weird that I do as a photographer is like I try to have themed clothes for all my photo shoots. So like yesterday when I photographed the band, I wore a shirt with a guitar on it, and like I have pants that have coffee on it for the Cham- the Palisade Chambers community over coffee, mm-hmm. and like we went to a wine festival and I have wine.
0: I, sw- I saw your wine. I have fantastic. themed Those clothes. It's weird.
1: So if I see the clothes, I want. It. It's the same thing about the camera. If I see it, I'm gonna want it, and mm-hmm. so I know myself well mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> I'm
0: impressed. <laughs> that's really good discipline.
1: And that's how we ended up with a purple car.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've had my other car for 20 years, and this one with, like, all the high-tech stuff, and, like you know, my phone connects to the car now, so, like, I'll be driving around Palisade, and I'm getting texts, like, I just saw you in your purple car, and I'm like, eh, you know, stop, stop talking to me, car. You know, <laughs> Car is talking to me now, and it might sound like an old lady, but it's just weird.
0: <laughs> you post a lot of your stuff online, you know, and I know you watermark and everything. And I'm getting
1: better about the watermark. Yeah. People like, used to I'm, yell at me about watermark.
0: Yeah, well, like I've asked you, oh, can I use one of your pictures with credit and everything? But I'm sure that people just people use them, people share them, probably. How do you feel about that, or how do you deal with that, just uncredited sharing? Oh, it's hard. I
1: pick and choose my battles when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people should know better, you know? Um, I, it, and it's weird, because my feelings are not consistent. Like, it just, it's very situational. But in general, I don't like people stealing my photos. And, but with the way things are, um, you know, these days on social media, and people can just right-click and save it, you know, mm-hmm. um
0: then you
1: have no idea yeah you don't and for some reason I feel like the Facebook algorithms are good to me like I'll be scrolling and I'll be like oh there's my picture you know I'm like huh, interesting so I, I've i been able to catch a lot of it just I don't know why if the algorithm gods are being kind to me or what but it, it's, it's hard yeah I mean it's definitely hard when I see my photos and somewhere where I wasn't expecting them to be I think a lot of people in this day and age who are in my circle, because I'm friends with a lot of photographers, they know. They know the unspoken rule. Like, if you're using someone else's image, you ask. You give them photo credit. But just for the record, photo okay. credit doesn't pay the bills. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay.
1: Yeah, no, like I said, it's very situational. I'm like, with the Sing Up the Sun Festival, those are all my, Mm -hmm. you guys are all my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm not going to get mad at my friend for saying, like, you took this beautiful photo of me, can I use it? I'm like, of course you can, you know?
0: So if you do see something, do you try to...
1: I usually say something. Just
0: reach out, yeah. Like, okay, can I have credit? Yeah, I usually say
1: something. I try to be very polite, you know, and usually the response is polite as well. It's usually just an oversight or something, mm-hmm. but...
0: But this is a ton of labor and a ton of work, and I think that people don't necessarily see that. They see part of what you're doing, which right. is being there and taking a picture. Right. But it's your time, you know, and then it's your time later editing and your mm-hmm. skills, which are hard to quantify even. Right. And there's just, like, so much more that goes into it.
1: Yeah. When I'm in editing mode, yeah. I mean... I. Like, I, I come here, but I have a giant screen in there. So, like, I'm here, I'm there. I'm putting them through different editing programs. I'm looking at them. Like, I look at them. I walk away. You know, like, I, I'm not, I can't just sit and stare. Like, I need some perspective. And it's, like, a whole, like, emotional process that I go through with the photos after I take them. That luckily, only my husband has to see. But yeah, I mean, I will shut down for like a few days if it's a big event and there are thousands of photos and not to toot my own horn, but I usually like a lot of those thousands of photos. So then I have to like be more discerning. I think that's my probably my biggest flaw is being more discerning. Because I usually fall in love with a lot of the photos that I take, and then Mm -hmm. it's like, even though this like the band member might be like just slightly different here, I'm like, but they're both good pictures, you know. So So, yeah, but the editing process is something that is definitely, I think, Mm underappreciated.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. In terms of owning your own business, especially a creative business, what do you find most rewarding about that, and then what's the most challenging thing about it?
1: Well, the photography business, since there's no scheduled hours and, like, I used to be very routine, you know, when I had an office job, wake up at the same time, shower at the same, everything was, and now I don't have a routine, which is very hard, and it's hard on him, too. Mm-hmm. So that's the hard part, It's just I'm, I don't have a very steady routine. You never know when you're needed, and I try to be available at all hours, except the morning. You have to pay me extra to, like, be up in the morning and (laughs) ready. So, yeah, photo photo gigs in the morning cost extra. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, The most rewarding, though, is, like, I can do what I want. Not that I say no to anybody, but I can choose what I want to do. And being an office manager at a high-demanding job, I couldn't say no. I had to do, I did everything, you know. Mm -hmm. I was the IT girl. I was, you know, answering phones, ordering things for the office, preparing nice-looking presentations and taking care of clients. It was just everything, you know. Mm-hmm. I had to do everything, and it mm-hmm. wasn't always my choice. <laughs> but right. I think it's very much my choice, which I love about having my own business.
0: What's your favorite thing about the Palisade community? Ooh,
1: um, It's funny, because after living in big cities, like for most of my adult life, you know, we had our certain friends and small. But you move to Palisade, and you feel like you're friends with everybody. And I love it. And, like, growing up, you know, I had, like, four guy friends, four or five guy friends, and those were my boys. And I kind of stayed, throughout my whole life, most of my friends have been guys until I moved to Palisade. I have a lot more female friends here. I feel, like, better about that. I used to get, like, panic attacks when I had to be in a room with a lot of women. But now I don't feel that at all. I I like it. Um, I felt very welcomed here. I mean, it's hard sometimes if you want to just, like, roll out to the grocery store and now with my purple car, there's, like, no going to the grocery store and, like, not seeing anybody. You <laughs> can't
0: go in con, you know, anymore.
1: I mean, Ma- no. Matt's like, you're not going to know anyone here. And we walk in, and he's, I was like, hi, I already know someone here.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, you'll have to go over to somewhere, like, some grocery store on the other side of town. Right. You'll, probably, you'll still probably see me. But somebody, even there, you know? yep,
1: yeah. I mean, with the purple hair and the purple car, it's really hard to be incognito but I love it I really like it it's, it's a very warm community mm-hmm. I mean I, I'm you know city girl so I have great stories now our neighbors used to have pigs that got loose Matt and I have chased pig <laughs> loose pigs like three times I think And I just, like, these stories that, like, that I get to say, these words coming out of my mouth, like, there were pigs rolling around on our pool cover once, like, and they were over 200 pounds, and they're, like, during the season, like, the pool cover collects rainwater and stuff, and the pigs got out, and I'm looking out this window, and there's just a pig (laughs) rolling around, and I'm, like, and Matt's, like, I call Matt, and I'm, like, I don't know what to do, like, (laughs) luckily the pool covers can hold up, like, a lot of weight i mean i've stood on it before it's like a waterbed almost but i was like matt what do we do the pig's on the pole and there's like two others looking at it you know (laughs) so so matt comes out and i'm like and you know the photographer and me is like i have to record this like (laughs) so matt goes out and he's like herding them away from the pool and i have it on video Sorry, right, this is a podcast, and you can't see it, but That's it's amazing. a really funny video. I
0: can visualize. I mean, when you're chasing, <laughs> when you're trying to like grab the pig. Well, you can, you. Like,
1: they were so big. So, one time they got little babies that they thought they had. This was like the third time we had to chase the pigs. They thought they had like secured the, but they were so tiny that the little pigs got out, and those were the only pigs you could actually pick up and <laughs> carry. Of course, I have pictures of that too. But the other ones, the ones that were on our pool cup, there was no picking those guys. They they ended up being over 250 pounds. So what we had to do was, like, everybody had to grab something, like a a stick, a rake, you know, our pool skimmer, whatever it was. And, like, you have to, like, you need at least four people to, like, corner them off and, like, kind of run them back to the pen. And luckily, one time when they got out, some guy was just driving down the highway, and he pulled over, and his dog was a herder. (laughs) <laughs> and he, cause the neighbors weren't home. So it was just like me and Matt and we're like trying to get these giant pigs and I, you know, we're, and this guy comes out and like finally neighbors get home or their friends come over. And so the herder dog like saved the day. I mean, oh. so wrangling pigs. I so mean, wow. that's another thing I love about Palisade. I, I get to tell stories like that, you know, like, yeah mom I wrangled pigs today
0: you know I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have ever happened in Chicago
1: not really and not Denver either yeah no not 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 something I ever imagined myself saying but love love that I have these stories (laughs) (laughs) and you know even just simpler things like Mm -hmm. I never thought we'd have a peach orchard we have 130 trees about maybe a few less because we've lost them over the years but Dennis Clark takes care of our peach orchard and we couldn't be more thankful. The first year we were here was like a great season and we didn't really know. We were still getting to know the situation the previous owners had with Dennis. And like we woke up to like box giant boxes of peaches. It was a very good season. Every day like for 3 days we just get boxes of peaches and Dennis sells them at Clark Family Orchards right. and we we just, you know, run the irrigation and they take care of the rest and we're very thankful. So even things like that, you know, just the things that I get to say about my Palisade life, which has been my hashtag since I got here, I just, I love, I love the things that, and they bring smiles to my face and to other people's faces when I tell them. So it's just like a good life here. My Palisade life is really enjoyable.
0: So when do you get a day off, how do you enjoy
1: it? You know, when I get a day off, I, I mean, everybody thinks I'm like this super social person, and I am. Mm. But I, lately especially, like I just like retreating, just being by myself. It's funny, like he works from home and I mm-hmm. like enjoy listening to him on his phone calls and I like it. Like he says things that like warm my heart. I'm like, that's my husband. You know, like.
0: Oh I my just cause him to be so jealous because <laughs> I always say, like, you're so loud.
1: Well, you know, I will say he used to like sit out here and work, and I'd be like, dude, you're in the middle of our house. Like, you gotta take it in your office. You got one, you know? So, but there are times where like I'll be editing photos right here, and he'll be, you know, working next to me, and it's kind of nice. I mean, a lot, like I said, a lot more lately. I've just, when I'm not working, I just like want to kind of have some downtime and just peaceful, like quiet. I mean, you can see I, you know, I can just sit outside or take pictures around my property. I mean, I, I really never stop taking pictures, so, mm-hmm. you know, even if I'm home, I'm like, ooh, that tree looks pretty. Ooh, there's mm-hmm. a pretty, le-, you know, so it's just me time when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I, and I actually don't have the best memory, <laughs> so photos actually really help. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just, last night, we were, like, reminiscing about all the houses we looked at when we were moving. The, I don't remember... And this was only eight years ago, um, but I don't remember any of the houses except this one. He's like, don't you remember? It had the weird aunt. And I'm like, no, I, I don't even remember being there. Like, so I, photos help me remember certain things. And, mm-hmm. and also, like, it's funny because I feel like I see the world in like super vivid colors. And then I always, that's why, like, when I edit some photos, I get carried away. Because, like, when Mm -hmm. I I see things, everything seems, like, much more vivid, you know? And I know cameras don't always capture the true essence of colors, Mm -hmm. but I just, like, I love making things, like, really bright and vivid and colorful. I do that even when I'm alone. Like I said, I work on old photos sometimes, and just because I think, like, I didn't really capture what I really saw, and, Mm -hmm. you know, um... So yeah, I just I have fun by myself. I'm really good at being alone. <laughs> yeah. I really don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's a hoot. He's always good for a laugh and entertaining. Good.
0: good to like your husband. Is there anything else you want to share? Anything else that I didn't talk about that you are like, oh, I wish you talked about that?
1: Well, I'm really glad you didn't ask me about my nickname and where it came from, because that's a story best told at other times.
0: Part of the problem is that I... I I already read the story. Yeah. So if you don't know the yeah. story, too bad. Just yeah.
1: Come and find me and I'll tell it to you. I just, I guess I want people to know that I love taking photographs of anything and everything and I'd love to help out. And if you're struggling to see beauty in yourself, I'd love to help you find it. I think that's been what's motivated me a lot lately is helping people see like what I see and beauty is in everyone and everywhere. So just know I photograph anything and everything. I used to say like I only do this, but I always really, there's nothing I won't do. So um, I really hope people in Palisade and beyond, who's ever listening to this, will consider to hire me. Love to work with you. Uh, is that like a good shameless promotion? Yeah,
0: i <laughs> an excellent shameless promotion. Um, I work with
1: you know many budgets and all kinds of things. So yeah, reach out to me. How would people get in touch with you? What's the best way? Um, you can't. No, just <laughs> You can email me. My email is lisa crawl K-R-A-L, at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Lisa Moose Levy Crawl or Dancing in My Head Photography. I have a website that I don't like, so I don't want to steer you there, but it's another way to find me, and it's dancinginmyhead.com, and... I have someone who wants to help me with my website, and I know know she will. Hannah, I know you're listening, maybe, and I will ask you to help me eventually. I'm on Instagram, dancing my head photography, so I'm easy to find. I'm also that girl with the purple hair, so.
0: (laughs) And the purple hair. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. This
1: was super fun. Yeah, thanks. It was nice for you to get to know me, and if anyone has any questions for me, I really am happy to talk and... Spend quality time. And maybe I won't take your picture. We could just talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, thank you. Something that Lisa says is, you can't spell Palisade without Lisa. Just look, it's right there, right in the middle. And you'll never unsee it now. If you're enjoying this podcast, let me know by leaving a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, or a follower rating on Spotify. If you're interested in being on the show, or if you have ideas for a future show, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at lisa at postcardsfrompalisade.com. The Postcards from Palisade podcast is available on all major podcast distribution platforms. Find us and subscribe now. (laughs) That sounded way more catty than I intended on all major podcast distribution platforms. Find us and subscribe now so you never miss an episode. Latest episodes and links to more information are also posted on the website, postcardsfrompalisade.com. Thanks for listening. With love, from Palisade.